Well, everyone's talking about this over the weekend. Former President Trump called for the 2020 election to be overturned by terminating the Constitution. And, and Trump can actually do it because he has the real Constitution hanging in the bathroom at Mar-a-Lago. So he can... Ah, the propaganda apparatus of the extreme radical anti-democratic left Democratic Party. You know, they own the uh, microphone, which was apparently invented by Hitler. Was that, is that the... Yeah, the ones they use uh, invented by... Uh, they've got... Uh, it's a special edition... <laughs> Adolf Hitler phone. It's... Uh, there it is. Jimmy Fallon last night with uh, the old, yeah, he stole the original Constitution. He's going to dissolve the Constitution. This is the talking point. I read to you yesterday what President Trump actually said, and he didn't say anything remotely like that. You know, do away with the Constitution. Now, he may have uh, uh, misinterpreted a thing or two, but uh, he's not a lawyer. He's, uh, you know, an international uh, um, construction magnate, real estate magnate. But uh, I prefer magnate to magnet. It, it's more fun. It's more fun that way, and it's, you know, it explains the way it's spelled. Well, happy Tuesday to you, and, uh, and welcome. Are your kids headed to after-school Satan Club anytime soon? Because uh, the Democrats are very busy building out their Satan infrastructure in schools across America. And in Virginia, nearby Virginia, if I were to go to the roof of this building and stand like this, <laughs> I could see Virginia across the mighty Potomac River from the roof of uh, the building, the radio station I've been now. You know, I stand like this. I put my hand uh, flat across my forehead like I'm looking across something uh, real distant uh, with the sun shining. And I could see Virginia there. And the Democrats, the Democrat Party, perhaps you've heard of them. You know, the Democratic Party isn't. They are pushing not only the transgender kindergarten stuff and grooming, they hate that word grooming. You know why? Because anytime you nail them on something, they really hate it. When you uh, sum it up and uh, say, well, here's what they're doing, and you're correct, then they go crazy and they start, you know, they uh, jump out of their chairs and sprint into walls and fall over. They're, uh, they're crazy people. But they've got Satan clubs in schools. The Democrats love Satan clubs and they ban the Bible because they're the party of what are they the party of, Michael? The party of Satan. That's the uh, that's the thing, you know. They're and they're having like a film festival I, I, at the uh, Satan Club. I assume it's Rosemary's Baby, uh, maybe The Exorcist. But the uh, these people are these people are really crazy. I think might be a generous word. Uh, and we've got that for you because uh, we have updates now on the Satan Club. It's not like I just I don't have to go back in time for the Satan Club. They uh, have new Satan Club in schools for the children uh, story. And um, and also in the Washington Post today, there is a story on the front page about how kids um, going back to school, kids are struggling with depression. It's uh it's, and it's a story that's been ongoing a little bit here and there, but the front page of the Washington Post today, uh, and, uh, you know, many kids are struggling, and depression uh, is becoming a really big issue in schools, and I, I wonder why that is. What do you think that is, Michael? Is it because maybe we tell the kids that the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon? 
that the environment, because of you, is uh, going to kill us all and the planet will be uninhabitable? And what's the clock at now? Uh, under nine years, it's less than nine years. So if you're nine years old, by the time you're 18, the planet will be uninhabitable, according to the Democratic Party and their leadership everywhere, the congressional leadership, the White House leadership, and it's what they're teaching in school. It, it all started with that picture of a polar bear on a little uh, thing of ice floating and looking scared like a polar bear ever looked scared. And uh, this is propaganda just like that uh, Jimmy Fallon. Trump said, do away with the Constitution. Not what he said. Everything they say is a lie. And that, isn't that pretty much true? If they're speaking, they're lying. That's, uh, that's the thing about them. Pretty crazy bunch of people. So we got that going. And, uh, yeah, the front page story in the Washington Post uh, talking about how kids are depressed. And I looked at it. I, I've, I've got to say, as someone without uh, children, I'm signing the cross. As someone without children, Michael has a great young man, eight years old. and He's seven years old. What, am I supposed to keep track? And uh, just kidding. And, and the uh, seven years old, great kid, uh, Max, he's just a great kid. And, uh, y- you know, the uh, between the after-school Satan Club, the apocalyptic death cult, um, you know, environmental whack jobs, the, the grooming, the cross-dressing, the gender confusion, uh, the shutting the schools down, uh, the, you know, the Democrats. Boy, that's just, uh, just nuts. That's your Democrat Party. And they're in charge of everything. So keep voting for them. Also, if you like a lot of murder, keep voting for them because they're the party of murder and looting and arson and overturning police cars and uh, ACAB and F-12. Those are some of their anti-police slurs that they graffiti all over cities like Washington, D.C. Um, pretty amazing stuff. So we've got, uh, that's just scratching the surface on what the Democrats are doing today because they're doing a lot more than that, too. Uh, we've got the the latest on Twitter because the Democrats corrupted and the FBI corrupted Facebook and Twitter on the lead up to Election Day because they hate democracy. They like power and they believe that power is something that is there to be abused. And so that's what they do with it. And they've secured a lot of it. And uh, now Satan, Satan is coming to a school near you. The Washington Post, I've been talking about this for some time because the Washington Post years ago did a story they were kind of proud of, I think, uh, that an after-school Satan club coming to a school near you. And now, sure enough, there are after-school Satan clubs coming to schools near you. We have the Supreme Court dealing with a uh, an interesting case because leftists want to force religious people to make things for them because they know that it offends the sensibilities of the religious people. And for no other reason. It's not as though they can't have, you know, uh, Hail Satan cake made someplace else. They just want to target Christians in business to try to destroy their lives and their worlds and their businesses because that's what the left does. They kill, steal, and destroy. Just uh, check out the 20th century in case you missed it. Um, but we've got that going well at the same time. And, they, of course, they want to force, they want to force everyone to uh, make cakes that the bakers may not want to 
make for these people because it offends their religious sensibilities. And at the same time, a story that popped yesterday, a Virginia restaurant canceled a Christian ministry's private party at the last minute because the LGBTQ staffers refused to serve the people because they're Christian, all right? And, and they say it's because they felt unsafe, which means they should probably go hide in their mom's basement and uh, bring out the card table and make a tent with a blanket and uh, watch movies that are not too scary because you might cry uh, or uh, something like that. But the Citizens Free Press has the story and the Washington Post doesn't because the Washington Post, now, I mean, in reality, what this is is anti-Christian bigotry in both cases, in reality. Now, in one case, they're fine with denying service to people, right, at a business. And the business is, uh, where's the business? I got it right here. It's the uh, Virginia restaurant called Metzger Bar and Butchery in Richmond, Virginia. And they refused to serve Christians who had scheduled a private event and the LGBTQQIAA plus ampersand pound sign equal sign plus staff. They like plus twice. The uh, It's like CNN plus and Paramount plus and LGBTQ plus. And they have their own cable channel now, I think. And, um, and they refuse to serve the people because the word Christian and ministry, two words, Christian and ministry appeared in their name. And they said they, they would feel unsafe. And they went on. They put out a statement, and the word safe or unsafe appears about 11 times in their statement because, well, not exactly the boys that stormed Point to Huck, I guess, you know, uh, coming up against Nazi German Socialist Worker Party machine gun nests. Uh, those days are gone because the Democrat Party is uh, I'm going to dress like my mom and refuse service to Christians. But it's kind of on the same theme as the, that the Supreme Court is taking up today because on the one hand, they want to force Christians to do things that they know uh, would violate their, their faith. And on the other hand, they want to discriminate against Christians. It's uh, kind of two sides of the same coin once again of their anti-Christian bigotry targeting Christians for abuse because uh, after-school Satan Club. That brings us back to the after-school Satan Club, doesn't it? That's today's Democrat Party. They want to ban prayer on a football field, a high school football field. After a football game, the coach wants to get on one knee and privately say a prayer. Anybody wants to join in, they can. Nobody's obliged to. The Democrats took it all the way to the Supreme Court trying to deny that, that football coach his right to say a prayer after a football game. In Texas, they ban Bibles in school, and across the country, they, they open and implement, fund, and staff after-school Satan clubs at the same places where they ban the Bible, right? And then they have the, you know, transgender drag story time for kindergartners. This is today's Democrat Party. Say no more. And they want to force Christians that run businesses to violate their faith. They target them, and they put, the, put them in the crosshairs. They put targets on them, and they, and they seek to persecute them. Uh, and, and then in Virginia, they refuse to just show up and work because the people that are coming are Christians, 
And that's today's Democrat Party. That is the mainstream of the Democrat Party. Also, Paul Pelosi was at the Kennedy Center Honors, you know, where uh, who got uh, who got a ribbon? Who got a rainbow ribbon? Yeah, George Clooney got a rainbow ribbon with some uh, brass things on it. And it was all very exciting. And Hunter Biden was there. Did we see him smoking crack in the in the booth? They got a skybox there, right? They got <laughs> got a spy, skybox at the Kennedy Center. Was he just snorting? Did he just have a bullet? He's just kind of doing uh, casual little pulls from a bullet under his hand. Ah, hey, uh, hey, Dad, uh, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Hey, where's my new wife that I knew for a week before I married her because you told me to straighten up my act and uh, stop knocking up uh, strippers? Um, and uh, Hunter was there. He was in the skybox. Is it called a skybox? And, the, uh, <laughs> and it turns out Paul Pelosi was there, and he was dressed like Michael Jackson. He had a fedora hat and a glove on his left hand to cover up inju- injuries sustained um, and, and he got a standing ovation at the Kennedy Center Honors full of Democrats who love assault and crime and carjacking and criminals on the street, and they hate the police. Um, and so they gave a standing ovation to Paul Pelosi. Uh, what was his performance this year, Michael? Oh, we haven't seen his performance because they haven't released the body cam video, and they haven't released the U.S. Capitol Police surveillance video. And they haven't released the uh, video uh, from the Pelosi security system inside the house or outside the house. And they haven't released a mugshot of the Green Party, nudity, drug-addicted, anti-capitalist uh, guy that the news media depicted as a Trump supporter, right? And none of the video has been re- So why would he be at the Kennedy Center honors getting a standing ovation for getting hit in the head with a hammer? When they gave him a standing ovation, I thought it was kind of weird that they played the Beatles' Maxwell Silverhammer came down upon his head. Bang, bang, Maxwell Silverhammer made sure that he was dead. Yo, yo, yo. So we got uh, that. It's, uh, you know, that's uh, from the world of art. I always like to have a little something from the world of art. The Kennedy Center honors Paul Pelosi gets a standing ovation. They give standing ovations to the strangest people, don't they? You know, Roman Polanski, who drugged and raped that 13-year-old girl in Jack Nicholson's hot tub after giving her quaaludes and champagne. Um, and that's, that's what they accused Brett Kavanaugh of doing. He didn't. He didn't do that. But the Democrats giving a sta- give a standing ovation, led by Harvey Swinstein and Meryl Streep, to the guy that actually did do that. That's your Democrat Party. They're not well. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Nancy Pelosi told Emmanuel Macron, the French president, that she crushes a hot dog every day on Capitol Hill. I don't know what that means. That headline means <laughs> she put one on the speaker's seat or when she, what is she, I don't understand. Uh, and the Washington Post is still lying about the Hunter Biden laptop. They got bumpy over there, Philip Bump, with today's lie about that. Um, He's not, he doesn't follow the news. He doesn't know anything about that. But we got that. Eric Holder, another corrupt Democrat attorney general, uh, all over the uh, Apple corruption on the lead up to Election Day. Also, Google tweaking the algorithms to help the Democrats on the lead up to the midterm elections. Raphael Warnock is a radical. Today is uh, what we used to call Election Day in Georgia. I'll have uh, stuff for that on you. And of course, the Democrats, Satan. 
and Michael Avenatti. Remember, he was going to be president. Michael Avenatti sentenced to more time in prison. We're at 888-630-9625. Could it be Satan? There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. I wonder what Satan worshiping Democrats do at Christmas time. Like burn a Christmas tree or something like that. Dance around dressed like their grandmothers. The uh, uh, pretty amazing stuff. Also, you know, the guy that massacred the people in uh, Virginia a couple of weeks ago left in his note that he was led by Satan. The news media likes to leave that out. I, uh, there was a piece in the Washington Post on that yesterday, a very lengthy piece. And at no point in this, it was a whole page. It was on the front page, and then it jumped to whatever page, page eight or something. And it was the whole page. And they never mentioned about this massacre uh, at the Walmart in Virginia. Six people killed, many more wounded than the guy killed himself. He was one of the managers there. He wasn't a white mega hat wearing guy, so it didn't make too much news. Because that's what makes it a big story, right? You know, the, uh, well, and speaking of which, in Waukesha, Wisconsin, day before yesterday, they brought back their Christmas parade, which was attacked last year by a Democrat who was a black racist, and he ran over the dancing grannies, and uh, he murdered six people and wounded more than 60 more. And the news media didn't think that was a very interesting story either. Uh, kind of like the Hunter Biden laptop story which you may remember CNN and the Washington Post. Well, that's not a story. There is nothing to see here. And uh, because they're not journalists at all, are they? Yeah, the Dancing Grannies made a return day day before yesterday, a year after the massacre there by a Democrat who is a black racist. And that's okay. That's not the same because the Democrats own the the truth machine. And uh, the Satan worshiping mass murderer at the Walmart in Virginia, not even mentioned in a full-page story yesterday in the Post. This is The Chris Plant Show. Yeah, well, it is, uh, we're officially in the Christmas season, and and, uh, that is... uh, that's why it's worth noting that a Democrat committed a massacre at the Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin last year at about this time. Plowed his car through the dancing grannies and kind of like the uh, shooting of Congressman Steve Scalise. It was a one-day story in the mainstream news media, so-called. A year after tragedy, the dancing grannies celebrate life in return to Waukesha Christmas Parade. And, you know, it's a very nice bunch of people. It's a very nice part of the country where people are nice and occasionally a psychotic Democrat uh, commits a mass murder. And then the news media uh, sees if they can blame Republicans for it. And if they can't, well, they do anyway. And then later on, find out that it's just another outrageous slander for which they should be sued. And uh, they never are, so they do it again the next time. But Betty Strang 
does not remember much of last year's Waukesha Christmas Parade, or as she calls it, a half a parade. She calls it a half a parade. It was the 64-year-old's first Christmas parade as a member of the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies, the charmingly rocking group of older women looking for exercise, friendship, and the roar of the crowd. And they, you know, do it for fun, and it's all with a smile on their faces, and it's a great American moment. Um, And then the Democrat comes along and massacres a bunch of people with his car. But it's not Charlottesville where Heather Heyer was killed when a car was crashed into a crowd, because that the news media covered from wall to wall, bumper to bumper. That that life was very important. I even remember the name of the one person killed there. But the six people murdered at Waukesha's Christmas parade last year, uh, just a footnote, just a footnote, because the news media didn't see that as something they could use to advance the agenda of the left, meaning the Democrat Party. So what was uh, it was determined to be a non-story, just like Hunter Biden's laptop, because our news media is a demented sock pulled inside out, kind of like Joe Biden, who is also a demented sock pulled inside out, coincidentally. She recalls the excitement of putting on her blue and white outfit and dancing to four or five songs without any mistakes. It was great, and the crowd was awesome, she said. It was like, wow, they're cheering. They're really happy and enjoying themselves. After that, I don't remember anything, except the next thing I remember is Thanksgiving in the hospital, she said. Sure, her memory uh, blocked out the horrors of that day, November 21st, when the man intentionally, a Democrat, a racist, uh, intentionally, but he's a black racist, so that's the good kind, and he is all over his social media, um, a horrible, terrible. And he's alive, and there, you know, there was a trial, and the news media didn't have cameras in the courtroom, like Kyle Rittenhouse, when the Democrats were burning Kenosha, Wisconsin. I uh, remember that, and he defended himself from the serial child rapist who had gone to prison. Uh, and the media made the child rapist the good guy, and the neighborhood community lifeguard teenager the bad guy. Remember that? Kind of like the. Uh, um, Covington Catholic School group at the Lincoln Memorial in town for the March for Life. And uh, they were the villains because they were smiling and being polite and nice and not banging a drum. Pretty amazing stuff. But that's the, uh, you know, that's your Democrat Party and the media, but I repeat myself. So a uh, man, a Democrat, intentionally drove an SUV into the parade route and struck 68 different people in all. Six people were killed, including four affiliated with the Dancing Grannies, which the news media did not focus on at all. Not at all. Uh, The rest is uh, so gruesome. The 79-year-old, a 71-year-old, an 81-year-old, a 52-year-old, you know, Dancing Grannies and and what. And uh, they, they returned this past weekend to the parade, and the news media ignored it because... That's not their bag. Know what I mean? They don't do that. They're not in the news business. They're in the Democrat Party propaganda business. Like, uh, who was it, Stephen Colbert that was gushing about the Kennedy Center? Uh, He went to the Kennedy Center Honors, where Paul Pelosi got a standing ovation for being hit in the head with a hammer by a nudist's Green Party drug-addicted illegitimate father Uh, who the media labeled as a Trump supporter, 
amazingly, but uh, they have the power. As uh, Malcolm X said so many years ago, you know, the media is the most powerful institution in the world. They can make the innocent guilty and the guilty innocent. Now that's power. And they prove it every day these days. Pretty amazing stuff. Yes, sir. Speaking of uh, Democrats and prison, Michael Avenatti. Do you, do you have, because uh, CNN, they loved him. Who was it? It was uh, Uncle Fester, right? Uncle Fester loved Michael Avenatti. I mean, he looked at him like a uh, high school cheerleader looking at the quarterback when he was on the uh, on the television there. And ooh, swooning. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> like Merv Griffin. Ooh, I, oh, you're so, you're so magnificent. You're so, and um, Michael Avenetti was a hero of CNN and hero of other news media. And uh, yesterday he was sentenced to an additional 14 years in prison for stealing millions of dollars from clients. But you may remember that a great many people in the media and others who, it was Chris Lick Spittle Saliza that, uh, wrote an article saying Michael Avenatti for president. He wanted Michael Avenatti, this sleazy, skeezer, criminal lawyer. Now, I mean, he didn't defend criminals. He's a criminal who went to law school. And um, this uh, Chris Lickspittle Saliza wrote a piece uh, on CNN.com. Chris Lickspittle Saliza was just let go by CNN the other day. I find that hard to believe. He's such a perfect Lickspittle for the party. Um, but it was uh, Uncle Fester, you know, Brian Seltzerwater, that was gushing uh, over Michael Avenatti on CNN and saying he should be he should be king of the world. Looking ahead to 2020, uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. He's taking him seriously because of his presence on on cable news, and that means that he could be president or something. I've been getting some grief for once suggesting that I thought Avenatti could be a serious candidate for president. So give me a media critique. Was that, was that stupid on my part? What do, you, what do you make of how Avenatti was covered by CNN and MSNBC? I think that uh, it goes well beyond that. Uh, I mean, it, it's a psychosexual issue that probably goes back to your junior high school days in the locker room. Um, that was a little... That was a little beyond uh, all that. Yeah, but Chris Lickspittle Saliza, um, he advocated Avenatti for president <laughs> because they're all insane. And it is a cult. It is just a, a gang of Democrat Party circle festers in a hot tub. And uh, boy, oh boy. Yeah, Chris Lickspittle Saliza had the piece, he wrote the piece in 2018. President Michael Avenatti, question mark, never say never, exclamation mark. Excessive use of punctuation, exclamation mark again. And uh, Lickspittle was pushing this guy for President of the United States. And Uncle Fester, Brian Seltzerwater, was pushing him for president too. Yesterday, the news, CNN again, Michael Avenetti is sentenced to 14 years in prison for stealing millions of dollars from clients. You know what? They still would run him for president. I mean, they ran Ted Kennedy for president after he killed Mary Jo Kopechny and then went to brunch. They ran Bill Clinton for president after sexually assaulting, geez, Juanita Broderick and Paula Jones and uh, pretty much every other woman he came into contact with. Um, 
Yeah, you know, he actually uh, uh, raped uh, Juanita Broderick, who I've met and is a very nice woman, and uh, sexually assaulted Paula Jones, uh, actually who I've met, um, now that I think of it. Uh, I met her uh, back when the story was a big story, and I was working for CNN, went to Little Rock, Arkansas to cover the story. Uh, and Juanita Broderick met at in Washington, D.C. at an event uh, probably two years ago in Washington, D.C. Um, with Ginny Thomas, the wife of the great Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas that the racist Democrats continue to assail. Uh, but that's okay with Democrats. And, you know, they could still run Michael Avenatti for president. He's going to have to do 14 years in prison in order to pay nearly $11 million in restitution for embezzling millions of dollars from four of his clients and obstruction. But that's okay. Pay no attention to any of that. The total collapse of his life is really sort of extraordinary. And frankly, you know, I feel kind of snookered because I took him seriously. Jeffrey Tubin, uh, who's also known as Jeffrey Tubout, uh, who enjoys, uh, how shall I say, pleasuring himself on corporate Zoom calls. Uh, and he's fine. He's fine with CNN, right? Because that's, uh, you know, these things happen at CNN. These things happen. So Jeffrey Tubout is like, hey, I thought he was really, you know, handsome. I wanted to go ice skating with him. <laughs> And dress up like uh, our Aunt Doris's. The, uh, these guys are, uh, they're really something. That's your Democrat party. All of my sexual fantasies involve handcuffs. Oh. That was Michael Avenatti himself. Um, now he's going to get to live out those fantasies. <laughs> With 14 years in prison. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a terrible thing because rape in prison is nothing to make light of. Uh, these people are, this is your Democrat Party. And, oh, was that the view? Yeah, because I could tell from the gushing that it was the view. Mm -mm -mm. Was Bette Midler on that day? Because she showers once a month. She bathes once a month, which is why nobody really calls her up much anymore. You got to know the date. I guess she, <laughs> she bathes on the first, then maybe people call her for lunch on the second, uh, but she doesn't get a lot of calls after that. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, man, oh, man. This is our Democrat Party today. All right, let's go to the, uh, let's go to the telephones, uh, Michael, which I have not done thus far. Let's go to Victor calling from Silver Spring, Maryland. Victor, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. I was thinking while um, you were talking about that restaurant um, in Virginia, in a way, I hope the people that were denied their luncheon sue the restaurant. Um, but at the same time, we can play the same game, too, if the uh, homosexuals don't uh, want us at a, at a particular restaurant. We could pull the same thing. And you know that... Uh, woman in uh, Colorado, she's got her case at the Supreme Court now, and uh, I hope she wins that, that case. Uh, the one thing about the so-called LGB ABC 123, it's so easy, uh, is um, if they don't get their way, they get absolutely nasty. 
Big well, time. I mean, you know, here's the and here's the problem with this, Victor, is if we do this quid pro quo tit for tat thing, then um, you know, an eye for an eye, uh, you know, makes everyone blind. And and I know it's uh, very tempting, and and sometimes it's entirely you know, I do think that this Metzger's restaurant should uh, not be frequented by any decent God fearing person. This is the Christmas season, no less. And uh, they were having their, they were having their gathering, the Christian ministry, and the the you know the LGBTQ employees said, well, we're not going to serve them because and and you got to see the whole thing, Richmond, Virginia restaurant, Metzger's Bar and Butchery. Metzger is German for butcher, by the way, so it's the butcher bar and butchery. If uh, you're going to put the pieces together, but. Um, Man, oh, man, and the butchery, they canceled a Christian ministry's private party just 90 minutes before it was scheduled to begin because LGBT staff members refused to provide service for the event. Now, that is religious discrimination. It's, um, it's not the government, but it is, it's obviously re- religious discrimination. And Metzger has put out a statement, which is... Kind of crazy. Metzger's Bar and Butchery, they said, has always prided itself. They get that pride right in the first hand. On being an inclusive, inclusive is the next word, environment. They care very deeply about the environment. For people who dine in as opposed to people that eat someplace else. In eight years of service, we have very rarely refused service to anyone who wished to dine with us. Recently, we refused service to a group because they were Christians, that had booked an event with us after the owners of Metzger's found out it was a group of donors to a political organization that seeks to deprive women and LGBTQ plus persons of their basic human rights. Their basic human rights is what they say. In Virginia, we have always refused service to anyone for making our staff uncomfortable or unsafe and this was the driving force behind our decision. Uh, check out the number of times the word safe appears. Many of our staff are women. You have women working there? How progressive of you. And or members of the LGBTQ plus community. You're going to have to explain that a little further. What's the plus mean? All of our staff are people with rights who deserve dignity. So are, so are Christians. And a safe work environment. You know how dangerous those Christians can be. They might run over the dancing grannies. We respect our staff, our staff's established rights as humans and strive to create a work environment where they can do their jobs with dignity, comfort, and safety. And then it ends with Sig Heil, which is kind of weird. I thought that was weird. You know, Metzger's the butcher. Um, It doesn't really end with Sig Heil. I just made that up. But they're anti-Christian bigots. And what they, I like to know, they don't say what organization they contributed to. Was it the Salvation Army? You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Now, again, uh, the, you know, the LGBTQ, they can refuse service to Christians because they're anti-Christian bigots. And they're out-of-the-closet anti-Christian bigots. Yesterday at the United States Supreme Court, the 
Washington Post has the story. Supreme Court seems to side with web designer opposed to same-sex marriage. Um, you know, uh, first of all, you're allowed to oppose same-sex marriage if you'd like. I'm not sure that the business owner actually is opposed to same-sex marriage. But a uh, liberal left-wing lunatic came in and wanted to force the Christian to make a website for the LGBTQ plus wedding and said, well, you know, it kind of goes against my religious beliefs. So the left wanted to force her to do it, and they've taken it all the way to the Supreme Court in an effort to force her to do it. Now, they should go to a Muslim bakery and force them to make Christmas and Hanukkah cakes uh, and to a web designer and force them to make Christmas and Hanukkah. And if they don't want to, then they should take it all the way to the Supreme Court and force the Muslims to do what they want. Now, Robert Barnes, Democrat, writes at the Washington Post, the Supreme Court's conservative majority, uh, for 50 years they did not open any story with the Supreme Court's liberal majority. Not once did they open a, a story that way. Seemed sympathetic Monday to an evangelical Christian graphic artist. Why would you want to force her to make your website? Because they're sick and demented. A uh, graphic artist from Colorado who did not want to create wedding websites for same-sex couples despite the state's protective anti-discrimination law. Uh, does Virginia have a Christian anti-discrimination law? Because the LGBTQ are discriminating against Christians there. And I think the Washington Post, not covering the story, will be fine with that. Hypotheticals about mall Santas who are black, interracial marriage, and re-education programs for those who violate public accommodation laws filled a sometimes testy hearing that lasted more than two hours. This is the Washington Post. You know, for decades it was a liberal majority, and the Washington Post never opened a story with uh, the liberal majority line. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.